This is the Ask Foleschini podcast, where the modern economy is discussed from a skeptic's perspective. Mr. Foleschini helps you distinguish what is sustainable in our economy and what isn't. Not everything that glitters is gold, and not all mud is dirty. The podcaster Mr. Foleschini provides no-nonsense advice. He had it all, lost it all, went bankrupt multiple times, and is now attempting to come back from zero with sustainable growth. There are numerous coaches and preachers on the internet that preach about positive thinking and how life is all roses if you just care to see it that way. Well, Mr. Foleschini is definitely not one of them. We recommend you ask Foleschini to keep it real. He discusses the darker side of the current economic reality, the side that's more important for your personal and business finance. His first intention is to help you keep what you already have. Not to be a complete party pooper, Mr. Foleschini will also hint at the earning opportunities in the economy today. In order to please the almighty algorithm, please like, share, and subscribe. And now it's time to start taking notes. The mic goes to the podcaster, the one and only Mr. Foleschini. Thank you, Taylor. The question chosen to be addressed in this episode is, can you rely on official statistics and third-party analytics? I choose to answer to this question because official figures for inflation at the time of this episode was recorded were 6.2% in the UK and 8.6% in the US. And gas prices were up 50% and more in both places. And some stock prices were down 20% and more. So official figures are useless for the investment and tracking companies alike. People are completely confused. How can inflation be lower than actual gas price increase? How is this possible? Why does the inflation figure not assume the same increase in price as the gas prices? Let's start this episode by setting the frame, by defining the terms that we will use. So, official statistics, I define as an ancient things that have been along for a very, very long time. It started as a bookkeeping for ancient empires and then slowly, slowly grown into modern day public accessible data that countries and different organizations, international and uh, local, just publish and is accessible to everyone, most commonly via internet or end-of-the-year reports. In the last couple of decades, the transparative narrative pushes official statistics to become more open and, as a consequence, they publish more and more data. These data are, in most cases, raw. For example, official statistic is we have gas reserves in millions of barrels. And because Official statistics are mostly raw data, and because performance indicators are more and more popular, third-party analytics and the market for the third-party analytics has started to thrive. What started as an outsourced analytic department that many companies could use, developed into analytics market. And this developed when market for information became more open. 
the official statistics could not keep up with what is going on in all different markets in real time and did not provide data that decision makers in economy could use. So different agencies seized these opportunities and have started to prepare vast variety of analyses and offer it to the business clients and general public. Some analyses are available for free on the internet and more specific one, more targeted to a specific market or to a specific branch. And the ones that use more uh, performance indicators and similar are usually charged. The key advantage of third-party analytics is time. What I mean when I say time is that they publish their data not every quarter, but usually every month. Or in some cases, they even publish it daily. And now that we understand what are official statistics and what are the third-party analytics and what's the difference between those two, let me demonstrate why official statistics are useless for the most part, especially for the business people, investors, and entrepreneurs. For example, inflation in UK has official figure of 6.2%. And if we check the gas prices in the same time, they were up almost 50%. So what does this official 6.2% figure serves? What can we do with it? How can we utilize this information in a way that would benefit our business or our decisions in business or in investment or our private decisions? Yes, statistics is only good for utilization in some global or macroeconomics point of view. In microeconomics, in daily operations, these statistic data are practically useless because we have a problem we have to solve in our business or in our investment portfolio or in our private life. We have to orientate ourselves and make some decision based on the real data that serves us. For example, if gas prices are up, then we just have to optimize. Uh, will we carpool? Will we have more people in the car when we are going to work? Will we use bus or train if it's possible? Maybe a bike if we have this uh, possibility? How will we optimize our life in order to react to gas prices going up and our fuel for our cars is more and more expensive practically every week? So we have to check the gas prices on our gas station, not the official statistics. And let me come to the example of third-party analytics with the biggest demonstration why third-party analytics are basically useless. In order to avoid any legal action being taken against me, I will demonstrate the uselessness of a third-party analytics with the case that was developed from 2005 to 2010. Why third-party analytics are mostly useless, even dangerous in some cases. Yes, the most notorious case of third-party analytics complete failure was credit rating companies 
rating subprime mortgages in U.S. as a AAA or investment-grade financial product. NTS, this third-party analytics sparked the biggest recession in our time. So the recession that started in 2008 with subprime mortgages. NTS, the third-party analytics made a complete mistake when they said that the credit rating of a subprime mortgages were investment grade or even AAA in some cases. So this is a complete failure from big free rating agencies. All of them fail completely to rate the subprime mortgages adequately as very dangerous or low credit rating product. They all rate it with high credit rating. And as a consequence, banks that relied on a third-party analytics, namely in this case, credit rating, as for the big free rating agencies being better in analytics than the analytic departments of the banks, went into big problems. Some were bailed out and some failed completely. The total failure cost over 700 billion in the direct damage. So that, that is the amount that was not paid. And of course, the US state had to bail out this bank and they bought all this bad debt. That is just direct consequence. If we would put on top of that the sharp decline in stock market, then the consequence of using the third-party analytics would be count in trillions of dollars. And if we continue with the problematic third-party analytics on stock exchange, then I would just like to say that most of our listeners are following what is going on on the U.S. stock exchange, either just as a following trends or they are active investors. Some are just passive investment investors and they just use it as a savings for their retirement. And I would like to stress how not to apply third-party analytics in your investment portfolio. For example, one of the most famous industrial index is Dow Jones Industrial Average. But if you follow this index, that only makes sense if you invest directly in Dow Jones ETF. If you invest in individual stocks, Dow Jones is practically useless for you because Dow might be down 10%, but your individual stock might be down 40%. So third-party analytics, in this case, Dow Jones Index, is completely useless for you. The only analytics useful for your stock is the stock price. So you have to check directly your shares that you purchase. You have to check the price either daily, either weekly. And based on this price, you have to make educated decision whether you're going to hold or you're going to sell. And that also means that you have to have your own analytics and that you have to decide based on data available to you, not on 
analytics that is prepared as a compilation of many, many shares, or in this case, in Dow Jones case, of all the shares that are part of the Dow Jones Industrial Average Index. And now let's go back to oil prices. I've stressed that oil prices are not directly related to the official figure of the inflation. And similar is also if you have a trucking company and you need oil for fuel or you need diesel for fuel, but it's made out of oil, then if you follow the global oil prices being published every 5 to 15 minutes, or just they have delay 5 to 15 minutes, that will not indicate anything to you, because prices go up and down in the same day. However, the retail price of fuel does not directly correlate with the global oil price. Since there is a certain delay in adjusting the, the retail prices, and the global oil market might be a bit different from your local fuel market because the prices are adjusted on a global oil market every five minutes or with basically with every trade. However, your, your oil market is adjusted a bit slower and your fuel prices is also subject to huge taxation. And this taxation might influence the price country or the state may opt to increase taxation if prices go down or may opt to lower taxation if prices of crude oil are too high. So the global oil price index or value that, for example, uh, VTI crude is not relevant directly to your fuel. So using global oil prices as your analytics is basically useless for you. It might indicate future price, but it also might not, because in the next week or a fortnight when your retail price will be adjusted, the price can fluctuate up and down in, in the meantime. As you can see, the third-party analytics of global oil prices are almost completely useless for calculation in private or business use. So it is important that you do your own analytics and you draw your own conclusions. And now let's see the Twitter takeover through the lens of third-party analytics and official statistics. So Elon Musk, as you know, is taking over Twitter. And he said that official statistics of fake Twitter accounts and accounts managed by bots is not adequate. So what management board of Twitter has published in shareholders uh, report is not actual, the number of fake accounts does not correspond to the actual number of fake accounts. And that is why Elon Musk did not rely on third-party analytics. In this case, management board of Twitter's analytics he requested as part of the due diligence process that he can conduct his own analyze of fake bots and fake accounts on Twitter. And this is the clearest case how the top businessman in the world understands 
that he cannot base his business decision, in this case, whether he's going to conclude the takeover of Twitter or not, on third-party analytics. He can rely only on his team's analytics. Let me continue this podcast with an adequate quote from Mark Twain. The full quote goes, there are three kinds of lies. Lies, damned lies, and statistics. We believe that this was a quote from Mark Twain, who himself attributed it to British Prime Minister Benjamin Disraeli. I do believe that this quote will help you because it's a simple quote. There are three kinds of lies, lies, damned lies, and statistics will help you understand that statistics and fourth-party analytics are completely useless for your own decision-making process, whether is that for your investment, whether is that for your spending or any business decisions. So it's important that you understand that statistics are prepared with certain goal in mind. And this goal is probably not your best interest. And this goal is not to prepare statistics for your decision-making process. This goal was prepared for some administrator in a state or country to have some clue about how they should steer the country. So the inflation is too high. Maybe they will start with quantitative easing. Maybe they will lower quantitative easing and similar. However, your purchase and business decisions cannot be based on that. And as Mark Twain said, statistics are just lies. And to end this episode on a positive note, I would like to present opportunities in making your own statistics and analytics. So the most at hand opportunity is that you go study some statistics because there are methods to statistics. And these methods are not just useful in state administration and similar, but all these statistical methods will be useful very much for your personal or your business uh, statistics. These are mathematical methods, so they can be applied generally to every business, to every statistics. What is most important for you is to pick your source of data wisely. So, as I stated before, the inflation is not adequate data if you want to try to calculate your future fuel price. However, price on your local pump, where you uh, stop for fuel most of the times, might be a good starting indicator for past prices. And of course, prices that you have to pay today or this week. So it's important that you learn the math behind statistics, that you know how to interpret statistics, that you know how to choose input data for your statistics, and only then you can base your purchase decision, your investment decision, your business decisions on statistics. It has to be your own statistics, not official, not a third-party analytics. As always, I will also present huge opportunity for consultants and coaches and business coaches. So huge opportunity is if you studied statistics, you understand statistics, 
and you understand that there is a huge difference between mathematical methods in statistics and official statistics, you can help prepare companies their own inside statistics, or you can even do it for them. And that is how you will improve someone else's statistics, someone else's decision-making process, and this is how you will add value to their process. What I want you to remember from this episode is that official statistics and third-party analytics are more or less useless for your business decisions, for your investment decisions, and for your purchasings or savings decisions. So it's important that you understand that if you want to be successful long-term, you have to do your own analytics and your own statistics. It is clear that official statistics and third-party analytics are useless. And back to Teda. Thank you, Mr. Faleschini, for this outstanding podcast. And thank you for listening to the Ask Faleschini podcast until the end. Mr. Faleschini would love to hear your feedback in the comments. And don't forget, if you want to know, ask Faleschini or listen to the Ask Faleschini podcast. In order to please the almighty algorithm, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.